listening to the Dr. Baird's podcast. Stay tuned. system and a core value system and a vision to follow because our leaders haven't communicated it 
to us. So you look for example Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe has gone through 23 years of sanctions and they believe that it was corruption that was breaking Zimbabwe. It took us to go to the government of Zimbabwe and say to the government of Zimbabwe, you need to tell the story. But you can no longer tell the story because you've lost legitimacy in the eyes of your own people because you've allowed your people to be told who you are and who they are by outsiders. So the only way you can redeem yourself now is not to speak from your own words, but to actually go outside Zimbabwe to the people these people trust and let them tell your story. And of course, they wanted to know, how can that be done? And we said, go to the United Nations. Let the United Nations come to Zimbabwe, see what the problem is, create a report, and they'll tell the world. So they went to the United Nations, and they only went gradually. They didn't want to go. But Zimbabwe in 2001 suffered the threat of being blacklisted by the Financial Action Task Force after they'd been put on the gray list. I sincerely believe that Zimbabwe did not tick all the boxes to be removed from the Financial Action Task Force uh, 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 list. But we told them that if you don't go and call the United Nations to come and pronounce that there are sanctions to the world and to pronounce that the sanctions block your legitimate channel to the financial system and forces you to use other alternatives, which is now being called money laundering, which is now going to get you blacklisted, you are going to black, get blacklisted. And because of the threat of blacklisting, not sanctions, so now the blacklisting was going to make the sanctions worse. It was going to internationalize the sanctions. They were forced to go to the UN where we had been advising them to go. And when they went to the UN and they asked the UN to come, the UN came and it confirmed Zimbabwe is under sanctions. They're illegal sanctions. They're unilateral sanctions. They are not sanctioned by the UN. They are done by the naughtiness of the United States that is trying to affect the democracy of Zimbabwe and is blocking normal channels to the financial system for Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe is being forced to use alternative channels and the UN goes on to say a country that is put under illegal sanctions has got no option, but it must seek other means and methods to mitigate sanctions. So Zimbabwe is using channels that are now being called money laundering, and therefore it is not fair for them to be blacklisted or graylisted for money laundering when no more channels have been closed. In fact, when they have to use other channels, when they have to money launder to make the country survive, the blame is on the sanction centers. See what happened there? The story of Zimbabwe was told by the United Nations. It was told to the world, it was told to Zimbabwe's neighbors, it was told to the United Nations, and it was told to the General Assembly. Now, all of a sudden, the leaders of Africa stood up to say, Zimbabwe's had sanctions, they must go. The story had been told. The neighbors of Zimbabwe now stood up and said, we can't have these sanctions on Zimbabwe, because now we understand that the reason we've got refugees in our country, the reason why Zimbabweans are coming into our country and jumping our border, is because of these sanctions. See the power of telling a story? It took the United Nations to tell our story because people in Africa don't tell their own stories. Right now we've got another documentary that was done by um, Al Jazeera, used by the Americans, to tell a story that Zimbabwe is smuggling gold. And the intention of telling this story is to try and ban Zimbabwean gold from the international market. We told the Zimbabwean government three years ago to start making its own documentaries that explain how sanctions work, that explain how sanctions close government-owned institutions that sell Zimbabwean minerals, including gold, 
thus preventing Zimbabwe from going to the London Bullion Market Association to sell its gold, and Zimbabwe has to look for alternative channels to sell its gold. The Zimbabwean government did not do those documents. It did not teach the Zimbabwean people that the sanctions forced the government not to be able to sell its own minerals. Zimbabwe created a company called the Minerals Marketing uh, 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 the, the Minerals Marketing uh, 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 Council or Commission of Zimbabwe, which is supposed to take Zimbabwean minerals to market, so that the mining companies, these Western mining companies, foreign mining companies, do not take their own minerals to market, because then they will do what is called. A, a, a transfer pricing and rob the country of its resources. Zimbabwe created a central organization. The Americans targeted that with sanctions. Zimbabweans don't know that because the Zimbabwean government has not communicated that to its people. And we told them to communicate four years ago, three years ago. This documentary of Al Jazeera would not even have a footy had the government of Zimbabwe been smart enough to tell its story to its people to create documentaries to explain to its citizens who they are not are not stupid. The reason our governments don't make documentaries, don't communicate to their citizens, don't get buy-in from their citizens, is they are under the impression that their citizens are stupid. But the reason they've been following an anti-sanction strategy written by me is I'm a citizen, a citizen who has given his idea for free to the government of Zimbabwe because the citizens are not stupid. In fact, politicians have a limited amount of knowledge because they're just a few people. Ministers in Zimbabwe were, what, 21, 22, 23 ministers? They can't know everything. So they need, there are 15 million Zimbabweans with knowledge and knowledge systems that go beyond what these 15 people have, these 22 people have, these uh, 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 210 politicians have, I mean, uh, members of parliament have. So they need to tap in to that. And if they told their people stories and invited their people to be part and parcel of the story, Zimbabweans and Zimbabwe would have more solutions, more contributions, and would go further. And the way they need to be doing that is documentaries. Now they're being beaten every time with uh, uh, American uh, 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 media platforms, American activists in Zimbabwe being given resources to produce these documentaries, while the government of Zimbabwe is not producing those documentaries, because it is too selfish to give knowledgeable Zimbabweans money to produce the documentaries that are supposed to change the outlook of Zimbabwe, make Zimbabweans understand the vision of Zimbabwe, and make Zimbabweans understand that they need to contribute to this common will, this common interest to take Zimbabwe forward. And every other African country is making the same mistake.
Story time coming to you, my lovely audience, soon on the Dr. Beds podcast. Stay tuned, my lovely audience, and always remember that I love you all, especially you.